This Tuesday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus then went down to Capernaum, a town of Galilee. He taught them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching, because he spoke with authority. In the synagogue, there was a man with the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out in a loud voice, Ha! What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Be quiet, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down in front of them and came out of him, without doing him any harm. They were all amazed and said to one another, What is there about his word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And news of him spread everywhere in the surrounding region. The Gospel of the Lord. The other day, Johnny, a little boy in my parish, announced ever so casually that, unfortunately, we have to suffer in this life. And then he added, Of all the people in this church, I am the most awake. The way he said it was very funny, and we all laughed, but it's also true. Obviously, we mustn't focus so much on the suffering that we resign ourselves, thinking that the only thing left in this life is to suffer. No, that's not Christian. Jesus doesn't want that. Instead, he wants us to love and to realize that love requires surrender and renunciation. And many times, when we want to avoid the cross, we end up avoiding love, or else we love selfishly, which in reality isn't loving at all. In yesterday's glimpses of the gospel, we heard that when Jesus began his public ministry, he told us that he came to free the oppressed. And in today's gospel reading, we see that Jesus truly acts and casts out the demons from this person. How does he conquer the demon? Through his words, be quiet, come out of him. The devil is the one who seeks to divide and deceive you. The devil is the one who messes with your thoughts, confuses them, and mixes them up. He also divides your feelings, your emotions, and your heart. By confusing and mixing you up, He tries to rob you of your ability to think clearly and discern. Remember that the Word of God is alive and active. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart and help us discern. Conversely, the devil seeks to confuse you, break up your relationships with others, divide your family, and he seeks to make you enemies. He wants you to become set in your ways, blocked in your thoughts, and mired in in your logic and emotions. He doesn't want you to change. Even if the anger and grudges you hold on to are old, He doesn't want you to forget them. He wants to stay at your side while you fight with your boss, with your traveling companion, with your co-workers, with your siblings, and with your spouse and neighbors. That's what He seeks. And He will lie and deceive so that you may live a life of deceit that's very far from God's truth. He wants you to always see the bad side of things, living in fear and negativity, instead of seeing the beauty that surrounds you. The devil also divides society, generating national lies, thoughts and ways of life 
that do not promote the overall good of society. He generates ideologies that produce crevices, cracks, and divisions. If we want to avoid falling into the devil's traps of deceit, we need to understand how he works and what it is that Jesus came to conquer. For that purpose, it's better not to focus on possessions, as in today's reading from the Gospel, but rather on everyday life, that is, how the devil normally acts in our daily lives. On a separate note, I recommend that you read a great book by C.S. Lewis, and this title, Letters of the Devil to His Nephew, the author brilliantly describes how the devil works to deceive us. But today, I'm leaving you with three pieces of advice from a great saint, Saint Ignatius of Loyola, who teaches us how to distinguish the workings of the devil in our lives. Firstly, he says that the devil acts like a woman, and that he becomes weak in the face of strength, and becomes strong when faced with the weakness of others. That is why you must face him when trials and temptations cross your path. You must not be afraid of him. But yes, you must pray. You must also face the devil in your thoughts, and not allow yourself to be deceived. The devil becomes weak when you gain strength, through the help of our Lord Jesus, through grace, prayer, and with the help of the Virgin Mary. Secondly, St. Ignatius says that the devil behaves like someone who wants to engage in an illicit love affair. And because the relationship is forbidden, he tries to hide the deception. How? He tries to convince you not to speak out. He wants you to hide the truth and not tell others what's happening to you. So, what's the solution? The answer is to open up your heart to someone and bare your soul, thoughts, and the questions that come to you. Seek out a priest or a spiritual counselor, someone who truly knows you. Thirdly, St. Ignatius says that the devil behaves like someone who wants to conquer a city. He says, where will be his entryway? Obviously, the devil isn't going to try to gain entry from the strongest point. He's cunning and smart. He will target the weakest spot. And so, consider, where will the devil try to weaken you? What is your greatest weakness? That's where he will try to infiltrate, just as water always penetrates where there are holes. What, then, is the solution? Pay attention to your greatest weakness. Pay attention and strengthen your weakness. Focus on becoming stronger. Because if the devil cannot infiltrate your weakness, he won't be able to gain entry anywhere. We must not be afraid. Jesus is stronger than the devil, and today he shows us his power. We must defeat the devil with the words, Be quiet and get out of here. Stop bothering us. As St. Bernard said in speaking of the devil, I didn't start this for you. For you I will not stop. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and be with us forever.